And we're back. We're back, the medium-sized men. With medium-sized brains. I'm Aria. And I'm Eric. And you're listening to Cold Cuts. Okay, so... so first order of business. The fight. The fight. We talked about it in prep. We, we've, we've, we've mentioned we've it. We've mentioned it on the yeah. show before. Anticipation. So, so Eric, tell yeah, me. So... First, who was fighting? A lot of people were fighting, but the main two fights were... Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson and Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Right. So I feel like we should just give a little bit of context. And these were both boxing matches, right? Both boxing mm-hmm. matches. We should just we should just give a little bit of context as to who these people are. Right. Of uh, course, everyone knows who Mike Tyson is. Mike Tyson is a very scary boxer. Mm-hmm. One um, of the best of all time. Um, best, yeah, yeah, best heavyweights of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know about best ever. Okay. Uh, he's world champion for a long time, super dominant, super crazy. You know, mostly in the '90s, right? Yeah, mostly in the '90s. You know, bought a tiger, did tons of coke, <laughs> went to jail, came back, won a bunch of fights. You know, it's a he whole beat his wife too, right? He, so, that's why yeah. he went to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Mike Tyson's turned a new leaf. Like he's uh, he's uh, he's he's not who he was when he was in the '90s. When he was in the '90s, he was like he was like legitimately crazy, like off his rocker because mm-hmm. he was just in that like champion mindset. Um, he's got like a weed ranch now. He's like mellowed out, you know. Um, but uh, when he was in the ring, he looked. Well, we'll get to that. But he looked. Yeah, okay. He looked great. And who was he fighting? Roy Jones Jr., um, another great boxer from the '90s, was a cruiserweight, I believe. So the mm-hmm. weight class right below heavyweight. So he's a little. He's a little bit. He's taller than Mike Tyson, but like just a little bit lighter. Um, super dominant. Too dominant. Um, what do you mean? Because basically, he won in such like convincing fashion that. Um, People didn't really tune in to watch his fights. Oh, because it was boring because you knew what was going to happen already. Yeah, and it's it's like, obviously, he was still super famous and still super good, but um, he didn't have anywhere near the fame that Mike Tyson had, yeah, okay. even though they fought roughly around the same time. Well, I feel like because heavyweight always carries a little bit more that's like prestige. Too. Yeah, that's true, too. As, Deont- as Deontay Wilder said, who wants to be cruiserweight champion of the world? <laughs> you want to be heavyweight champion of the world. Because, you know, um, then, then, you're, then you're like with... On the same level as like Muhammad Ali, yeah, exactly. you know, like all these famous people. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. was super famous, uh, was super good because he had like inhuman reflexes. He he did he like he had like a ten year winning streak where he like he would fight with his hands down. He would taunt opponents mm-hmm. in the ring. He'd like do a little dance, wiggle his arms, you know, mm-hmm. pretend to be Popeye or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like flick a jab or a right arm. He'd knock people out with that. Uh, but unfortunately, as uh, old age caught up with him, mm-hmm. um, because of his bad fundamentals. Um, and as his reflexes went away, um, and he because he relied so dominantly on them, he had a pretty bad like uh, like tail end of his career. He was just too mm-hmm. old to fight, and he had to fight that old because he wasn't making as much money uh, from his uh, when he was in his prime because he was just yeah. you know it's just he just was he couldn't uh, he just couldn't sell pay per views. Really quickly, Jake Paul is uh, um, YouTuber, YouTuber Logan Paul's younger brother, so right? The, just like professional douchebag, basically. Yeah, it's just like not a, like a, a cool guy. Nate Robinson, former NBA player, five nine, um, but won the dunk contest three times. Uh-huh. So he's just incredible. He can jump athlete. really high. Incredible athlete. Yeah. Right? Now, um, now I saw I saw an interview with Jake Paul recently. The, some excerpts from it. It was like he was saying some crazy shit. He was like like denying COVID and oh like, was he? Uh, yeah, saying I, all kinds of like absolutely insane shit <laughs> i feel i think i think jake paul has probably some legitimate like mental like mm-hmm. instability stuff going on i think he's actually manic or something mm-hmm. like that because that's the only way to explain some of the shit he does <laughs> uh, but it also explains kind of why he's 
he's he's not a bad boxer. Really? Which is, which it, it, so you have no idea how much that hurts me to say. So he's not okay, a bad okay. boxer. So, as I understand it, this wasn't just a regular celebrity fight. Like he had boxed before. So, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. So so I guess we can. Okay, so this is Mike Tyson's uh, own promotion. It's not like one of the normal I see, boxing I see. promotions, and it was sponsored by Triller What's mostly. That? I think that's the TikTok alternative. I think. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's yeah. Um. Uh. And it's. It's not a. It's like it's it's a, it's. This is a really weird gray area because technically all the fights that night were exhibitions and not actual mm-hmm. matches. So they were then, eight rounds instead of twelve because mm-hmm. that was exhibit. You know, you can make up basically whatever rules you want for an exhibition. Mm-hmm. It was technically a hard sparring match. Right. Right. Um. Um. And then they were two or three minute rounds, and it was really weird because I couldn't figure out whether it was supposed to be all three-minute rounds or all two-minute rounds. Like, some fights were all three-minute rounds. Some fights were all two-minute rounds. It seemed arbitrary. Uh, yeah, I think specifically the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. one was two-minute rounds because they were older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just let them There's give them... stamina yeah, they give them <laughs> issue stamina here. Issues. Um, and uh, so, Jake, but Jake Paul has fought um, two amateur fights. And amateur fights means... Um, you know, six rounds, uh, bigger gloves, and headgear, mm-hmm. and then one professional fight. Mm-hmm. And he's won all of them. Mm-hmm. He won. So he's, like, not bad. Well, he was fighting, like, cans, basically. I see, I see. Bums. Other, okay, like, okay. those three fights were against other YouTubers who had each trained, oh. like, a combined three years. And now Jake Paul has trained himself for three years. So mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty good. You got He's got all this fucking money. He's going to hire the best right, coaches. Right, right. You know, he's going to come out with some sort of skill that can be very clearly seen. His opponent's... Honestly, none of them had any business being in the ring, you know, so it's really hard to say, like, does that mean he's good or does that mean they're really bad? So first fight, Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson <laughs> and Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson. God, I'm tongue twisted. And he's Jake Paul been saying some crazy shit. Oh, I'm going to knock him out. It's not going to last more than one round. Like blah, 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 blah. And people are like, it's Nate Robinson. He's a former NBA player. This dude played with Shaq and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's not, not going to be a sucker. He's not going to be a sucker. Boy, were we wrong. Oh, really? He was a sucker. <laughs> he, he was a sucker. Was there a first-round KO? No, but it was oh. a su- Well, okay, it should have been a first-round KO. Okay. He, I thought he he trained for about a year. Mm-hmm. It looked like this was his, this his first time putting on gloves. Really? He, his strategy, it seemed like, was to jump in and rush Jake Paul with his, like, throwing a flurry, right? Mm-hmm. But then, and then also at the same time, not protecting yourself. Uh. His hands were down as he was throwing them. Uh. Jake Paul caught him, like, he did this, so he would, he would, Jump in with Flurry and they go into a clinch. Basically, they would start hugging each other. The ref would separate and then they'd do it again. Jake Paul's not getting hit by any of the punches, mm-hmm. and he's catching a couple on the inside. And then first round, I don't know, maybe like maybe like literally a minute in, brutal knockdown. Ooh. Um, he's conscious, but his 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 legs are wobbly. He looks like a baby deer, you know, mm-hmm. that just was just born. He's like wobbly. He's, he's not getting up. Usually, the, the refs give like a ten count or whatever. Right, it's like, and they usually a ten count is translates to probably about fifteen seconds mm-hmm. to recover because it's ref's got to get up, pause a second, mm-hmm. then he starts counting. Maybe counts a little slower. Mm-hmm. Then he says, you know, uh, give me your gloves. You know, yeah, do yeah, you want to yeah. go forward? But they gave Nate Robinson maybe like thirty fucking seconds. <laughs> I don't think he wanted to continue at all. They waited so long while he was on the ground, and then they counted and they said, give me your gloves if you want to continue. The guy doesn't move his gloves. Uh-huh. I don't even know if he heard what the guy said. Uh-huh. Somehow survives the next round. Uh, into the next round, and then the next round completely flatlined. Yeah, same thing. Keeps on rushing, never changes his game plan. Um, Jake Paul catches him with the right hand, you know, on the inside, and um, flatlines him. He falls really hard on his head, and is on is like on camera is out cold for a solid like forty five seconds. Damn. 
I was actually worried. Oh, he's not moving. Yeah. He's still not moving. <laughs> Why isn't he moving? Oh, he has brain damage. Yeah, and it was really bad. Yeah. And, it's, and he, and oh my God. And it's just like, I cannot, dude. It's just the emotions that went through me. It's like, you are, you were a former professional athlete. How could you let this happen to yourself? From a YouTuber. I know. From especially, a especially one that everyone hates. Jake Paul, no less. And like. Then, yeah, Jake Paul says like, "Oh, nobody believes in me. Like everybody's a doubter." Jake Paul was the underdog going into that fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, "But I'm just out here. They're all haters. I'm proving everybody wrong. Yeah. Like I'm standing up to the bullies." And it's like, "Dude, but he, you know," and it's just like, "Dude, you're Stand a bully." The bully, like that's your whole brand. You're a bully, <laughs> yeah. and it, but it's like he just won, and it's true. Everybody doubted him, and it's just, I just it's. I mean, I mean, but like they doubted him for like legitimate reasons because you have you know some, some like, rich kid YouTuber versus a pro- professional athlete. Well, those doubts are no longer there. Yeah, Jake Paul like, might just be good, and that's oh, okay, okay. and that's the worst thing to ever. But but Nate Robinson wouldn't have the same amount of experience as him, right? No, no, he, no he wouldn't. He wouldn't. But Jake Paul's had a collective like you know he's had three fights, but two of those fights were ended in like the first round. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. So so his like his like he's got a collective, cumulative time in the ring is like ten minutes. Yeah, well, it's it's more <laughs> like like forty maybe, yeah. but like you know like over three years, mm-hmm. forty minutes, you know, it's whatever. Just. Just, just horribly disappointing. I honestly just felt bad for Nate Robinson. Like he got, he, I mean, he was embarrassed. He I got, mean, I, I saw like people, people were clowning on him on oh, Twitter. Clowning on him so hard. They were, they were, they were ruthless. Dude, I mean, honest, like he kind of deserves it. Like I don't know what he was thinking walking to that ring. Like he, it looked like he had never put on gloves before. It's just <laughs> embarrassing. Okay. And then next, Mike fight. Tyson. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. They have a collective age of a hundred and five. Right, they're old. <laughs> they're old as fuck. Um, but. They pleasantly surprised. They they moved pretty good in mm-hmm. there for some old guys. Um, I mean, just for boxers in general, like Mike Tyson looked pretty slick. He had this right. classic like bob and weave and stuff, and yeah. he was looking pretty and, good. And boxers have pretty short professional lifespans, right? Uh, compared to other sports, compared yeah. to other sports, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's really hard on your body. Yeah, yeah. It's it's mostly the mental stuff that yeah. that gets to you. Um, um, uh, honestly, nothing crazy happened other than. Mike looked a lot better than Roy, probably because he's mm-hmm. on more steroids. To be honest with you, Roy Roy looks like he just like walked off the couch. Mm-hmm. You know, like just put down a bag of potato chips and mm-hmm. walked in. Um, like he was like huffing and puffing. I yeah. thought he was gonna have a heart attack. That's how hard <laughs> he was breathing. Mike Tyson looked fine. He looked like a killer. Um, and I th- I think I think if it was a real match, Mike Tyson. So it was a draw actually, which is the most really? disappointing thing. Yeah, um, clearly a sham. Um, that's just what they do in boxing when there's this big fight. They ninety percent of the time, I feel like first fights draw, and then they they run it back to get the pay per views. Mm. Um, it's smart. all about that bag. I mean, I'm gonna watch the second fight if there is one. <laughs> like, they're not wrong. It's just, and it's just like you know. They but can... I'm not gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm gonna watch an illegal. Stream. <laughs> um, uh, if this was a real fight, though, Mike Tyson would have won. I think there were a couple moments where he probably could have went for the knockout, but he didn't because it was an exhibition. And also, he probably didn't want to kill Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> 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 um, but there was there's a hilarious post-fight interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Roy Jones Jr. is still wearing his gloves because it's like Kobe colors and he's like a big Kobe mm-hmm. fan or Lakers fan or whatever. But he's also kind of like holding his stomach and rubbing his like abs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson hit him with some really good body shots. And uh-huh. kudos to him for not going down. Like a body shot from Mike Tyson. Yeah, um, it hits like a truck. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, strength is the last thing to like go. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of your like age. Uh, yeah, age yeah. and athletics and whatnot. But it was hilarious. Mike Tyson's like, "Yo, we got to do this again, man." 
like, yo, run this shit back. He's having a great time. Yeah, he's having a great time. And Roy, Roy Jones is like, yeah, uh, I got to talk to my family first. He's like, <laughs> yeah, literally. I got to, you know, I'm not sure my wife wants me to do this again. <laughs> he said, like, shout out to all my Russian fans or something. What? Like, I don't, yeah, that is really, really He weird. just has, like, a huge, like, stand base in, yeah, in Russia. I don't know. Like, shout out to all my Russian people or something. Like, uh, yeah, but I got to talk to my family. We got to see if it run it back, see if it's the right thing for me. But one of the hilarious fucking things was... Um, um, everybody was worried about like Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. Jr. Like you know, um, fair enough, right? He's a smaller guy, but his last fight was in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, that was only two years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Three, if you want. His last like professional fight. Yeah, Mike Tyson hasn't been in the ring for 15 years, mm-hmm. and he and Mike Tyson was like, "Yo, why everybody's worried about his fucking ass? Like, I haven't fought in 15 years. Why is nobody worried about me? <laughs> the fuck is going on? It's, it was you had to watch the post fight interview. It was hilarious because Mike Tyson is like, "Yo, let's do it again." He's like all hyped up, and Roy's really just trying not to look as hurt as he is. But yeah, you know, man, like it was good. Like shout out to Kobe. Like uh, yeah, you know, like I'm just got to talk to my family or whatever. Um, uh, so crazy turning of events. Honestly, watching the whole night, it just felt like uh, like I was watching like a circus show more than like a <laughs> boxing match. You know, because it's like. It you know, when you normally watch like you know MMA or boxing, it doesn't it doesn't feel like um, you're like you're literally paying people to and to, to to punch each other in the face for your entertainment. Exactly, because that is what it is. Yes, it, you know the the roots of this comes from like putting slaves against each other in the Roman Colosseum, <laughs> right? Like think about that, right? Like it's it's really fucked up. Like I thought it started with like like the Greeks having having like naked Olympics for the glory of the gods. That's definitely I don't know because I, I I know that Olympics were done I, nude. I know yes, I know that I know they were boxing and wrestling. Were there big crowds around that? You know, I'm sure like, there were. I mean, it feels mm. like this. You know, for, like a lot, like a lot of athletes, like this is like their only like way out. You know, that kind of thing. So it feels like watching bum fights is what you're saying. Um, well, no, I'm saying like <laughs> even though that's like what it is, it's not what it feels like. Oh, it's professional okay, okay. and they're very skilled and yeah. you know there's like they're some trash being paid talking. a lot. Like yeah, there's a lot of trash talking stuff, but like for the most part, they're pretty humble. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the fighter's honor. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but like there was there was none of that for this. Like this is like oh I'm gonna like pay a homeless guy to fight another homeless guy. That's kind of what this except they're famous celebrities, you know. <laughs> um, but like again, Mike Tyson is 53 years old. Like would you want to watch your dad fight in a ring? Like I'm like this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't care how good he moves. Like like more so than you know any anything else. Like he's put he's putting his life on the line. He's right. 54 years old. Like, you're not. By no means are you like remotely like young anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, fifty four. Like you're moving past middle aged at this point, yes, right? Like, yes. Well, well, you know, the AARP considers uh, like their membership starts at fifty five. <laughs> like, I'm I, I'm kind of upset I missed it because <laughs> I, I, I remember I heard about it and like you know I, I was originally I wanted to watch these fights but I just like didn't re- realize the day it was on. You know, mm-hmm. and I just like didn't realize that it had happened until after it happened. Yeah, again, like just surreal is mm-hmm. the only thing I can say. I, honestly, honestly, though, like one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it, like when we talked about it before, was because I wanted to see Jake Paul get his ass beat. Yeah, I mean, it's a good way to sell fights is just to be like the heel, you know, yeah, be a villain yeah. and get watch people to get you knocked out and then win so that you can like yeah. say you're undefeated next time and. As much as I hate to admit it, like whoever, oh yeah, but in his post-fight interview, he called out um, first Conor McGregor, who Why? I don't, I don't know, 
Uh, and then KSI, another Who? YouTuber. <laughs> so he called out a professional <clears throat> UFC fighter as mm-hmm. like a tune-up <laughs> for another YouTuber. <laughs> so like, what's the deal with the other YouTuber? KS, well, because K- there's like some like inter like YouTube like competition, mm. and KSI beat uh, Jake Paul's older brother. At what? Boxing. Oh, okay. He fought professionally in oh. a boxing match. And and then and then KSI is like, Jake Paul, you're next. Or they're just uh-huh. waiting for the fight. But it's just stupid. Like, like if you're going to have a list of people to fight, like, those two shouldn't be on the same list. <laughs> like, one guy is another YouTuber who's been training, like, just like you. The other is a professional. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. whatever. But moving on, I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. Yeah, I've been busy, uh-huh. uh, by which I mean I haven't been busy. Um <laughs> So I've basically just been playing video games and not feeling like going out and doing anything. Clearly, yeah, I I, I didn't put up the last episode yet. <laughs> Two weeks <laughs> at the time of this recording. <laughs> um, yeah, just just what games you've been playing? Okay, so I I got some great like Black Friday deals. I got Persona Five and Ghost of Tsushima, two PS4 games for quite cheap anyway so that's I've been, a samurai one right? yeah i've been playing that it's really fun uh which is great because i've been i've been looking for a game where i can just ride my horse around and like kill people and like just have a relaxing time oh. and like some nice graphics you know yeah. and those kind of games <laughs> like are kind of like kind of few and far between actually like, i thought it's I'll, a very common genre i mean like the open Dead? world like the open world like action game is is very common but like that like that specific combination of things is not actually because the only games that i can think of that fit this mold are skyrim the witcher 3 horizon zero dawn red Dead. and uh breath of the wild i haven't played red dead oh okay but another thing i have been playing is final fantasy 7 not the mm-hmm. remake that came out this year the original one from 1997 how are you how are you playing that i'm actually emulating it on a 3ds which I'm impressed wow. is even possible because, like, I, I just think it's very impressive that a bunch of, like, amateur coder, uh, like, amateur programmers who communicate through, like, loose forum chains and Discord channels have, like, gotten PS1 emulation to a playable state on a 3DS. That's crazy. I think, I think it's pretty I impressive. I mean, that just goes to show how old the PS1 is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, didn't you say that um, emulators or the, em- the emulating, like, console, the 3DS, mm-hmm. has to be... 10 times more powerful or something it's like a rule of thumb yeah um but it's but a lot of most of it has to do with software optimization oh um especially when you have it it depends on the hardware of the system that you're emulating and the system that you're emulating on the more similar the hardware is the easier it is to emulate that's why the ds like the regular ds for example is a really hard console to emulate because it has a really has a lot of custom hardware in it but anyway, so Final Fantasy VII. How was the game? Yeah. So it was considered one of the most groundbreaking games of all time. You know, this was uh, responsible for making Japanese RPGs popular in the West, and so it's been a game that I've always wanted to play. But because the remake came out, um, I was like, I need to play the original before I play the remake, right? Uh huh. So I'm playing it, and the first thing I notice, like, there's an opening movie, right? It's really good, like not not from a graphical perspective, obviously, because it's a PS1 game, but just it, it's like it's like shot like a movie you know and it's like it's it's the music is excellent it sets up the world it like like in a very clean and concise way um and it it also goes directly it transitions directly into the first mission it's like an in 
in media res opening so you're you're in the middle of a fight as the game opens and i think it's really it's a really good way of opening the game introduces the world immediately and then gets you into the combat right they don't do that anymore they do they do but i i, I was i was thinking i'm impressed by this now in 2020 23 years later i can only imagine how impressive this must have been for a kid in 1997 seeing this like as their first time seeing 3d graphics in a video game you know yeah i guess like I don't know. I've never played the Final Fantasy series, but I know it's got a cult following. Mm-hmm. So I guess this must be why. I mean that that's that game is a big reason why. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so I'm only about a third of the way through. Uh, the story so far has been really well executed. Like to my surprise, because old RPGs are rather clunky in the way that they give their story. Right? It's text boxes. Mm-hmm. It's not like engaging. But I'm never like I'm sitting there like hitting A through the text boxes like holy shit like I need to see what happens next right oh, um, oh I never read that stuff ever I no like I, I didn't never cared about I don't know but like uh it it does a really really interesting way of introducing you to the main villain Sephiroth have you heard of him yeah I, I mean, know he's like he, he's famous he's yeah got he's like a well, super super long sword yeah yeah he's like probably one of the most fi- famous video game villains of all time I knew who he was when I was a kid before I ever played this game or ever played any Final Fantasy game. The way I was fully expecting, just based on my experience with like more modern Japanese RPGs, to like have him appear in the beginning of the game at some point, uh-huh. uh, or like have him be like you know people are talking about him, or like he's like a villain starting his villainous plan in the beginning. That doesn't happen. He's not introduced until you're about a quarter of the way through. The main the, the game starts as you are part of an eco terrorist group called Avalanche that is. Um, basically running a guerrilla war against a evil uh, power company mega corporation that runs like an entire city Mm -hmm. uh, that is draining like the planet's life force for energy right sure so it's an oil company (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you and one of the things i like first of all is that the game never tries to like both sides this like it never questions that what you're doing is right that's right because like like you're causing you know you're a terrorist group you're causing collateral damage (laughs) you're like bombing things like blowing up reactors so i hope they don't change that (laughs) 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 but anyway so the the company the mega corporation has like its private military called soldier like it's an acronym okay soldier um and sephiroth is talked about as he was like the greatest soldier ever right he's like He's oh, like okay. a legendary war hero. Um, he's like a he's just this, like this guy that like everyone, all the characters know about, and he's just mentioned in passing, but the player doesn't know who he is. Sure, right? I mean, obviously, I know because meta knowledge, but someone playing this for the first time would have no idea who's the Sephiroth guy that keeps getting mentioned. Yeah, is just mentioned in dialogue in passing because all the characters know who he is. They don't bother to explain it because why would they? Because they already know. Um, so then you get to a point where you're infiltrating the HQ of the company uh, in what feels like a climax, right? Like in, in, in a lesser game, this would be the end of the game. You're infiltrating the, the HQ and getting to like the top floor where the president is. Yeah. And everyone's dead. They all got there. It's like bloody streaks on the ground. Like the president's like in his chair, like slumped over. Oh, shit. Um, and it's like That's it's super like, dark too. Right, for right. A PS One game. I mean, it's a surprisingly mature game too. But There's this is a really cool like uh, story setup. Right, right, right. So then Cloud, the main character, explains who Sephiroth is, and it's a flashback sequence where you uh, oh, you're not Cloud. In you the are game? Cloud. You are oh, Cloud. You're oh. the main character. Oh. Yeah, but like the player doesn't know what the characters know. Right. Right. So he explains to 
to one of the other to some of the other party members like because he was in soldier how he went on a mission with sephiroth and like how he was just like totally like like super powerful and this is like kind of it's showing you who he is and what his backstory is so then they go to try to find him there's one section i'm gonna stop talking about it after i say this because i've been talking about it way too long uh-huh. there's one section where you need to get across a swamp on the in the world map right you need to get across a swamp but if you run across a swamp a giant leviathan will chase after you and start a battle if it catches you and it's like overwhelmingly powerful right uh-huh. your party's you know it's like you know it's still relatively early on in the game your party doesn't stand a chance against it you have to go do a side quest, get a Chocobo, which is like these like chicken, these big chicken things that are like mounts, and they're fast enough to go across the swamp without getting caught by this these like big snake creatures, right? Yeah. You get across the swamp, you get to where you're going, and the first thing you see is this Leviathan thing impaled on a tree because Sephiroth got there before you. Which oh. I thought was a great way of showing you how, of showing you how powerful he is because it's just completely destroying your party. This thing and this is how much stronger Sephiroth is than you, right? I yeah I I I feel like modern games are missing this kind of storytelling, right? Like yeah. I don't and you don't fight him at any point during this. Like the it's kind of like god i'm struggling to find the words like this makes it's it's indirectly showing yeah. you something like very important yeah yeah you know, everything else now is kind of just yeah exactly fisted. i mean it's telling you like it tells you he's very powerful and then yeah. it shows you how powerful he is yeah right so you've just been playing video games though yeah. Final fantasy yeah. yeah okay well fair enough i guess should we move to hot takes yeah all right do you have one no okay well i can go first then okay so I said last time we were going to try. I was going to try it and bring back um, uh, some of the more uneducated hot takes. Yes, yes. And I think this is a pretty, pretty dumb one. Yeah. I think I might be cold blooded. What do you mean? Okay. So do you mean emotionally or like physically? Like okay. You don't... So there is there is the emotional like every once in a while I get the wow Eric like that was really that was fucked cold up. yeah <laughs> like this shows a very deep and profound like lack of empathy like I can't believe you <laughs> just did that or said that I'm like okay I might like. Okay, that's cold. You know, maybe a little cold-blooded. Okay, you know, a little reptilian in in my uh, way of thinking. Yes. <laughs> We're talking um, about literal temperatures. No, I'm not. I'm talking about literal temperatures because I've just I've just noticed like ever since I went to college, mm-hmm. I, honestly, even senior year, um, and it, it's really a really big problem um, because uh, I like I have a hard time like I like I low key like I have a hard time not falling asleep sometimes. Like the, the the waves of drowsiness, oh. and, and, it, and literally, it makes me think I'm fucking narco. Oh, yeah. it makes me think I'm fucking. You just narco-like. fall asleep. When I was in preschool, um, I used to fall asleep like into my lunch. I'm not. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, there's there's a couple stories of like I'd be eating like spaghetti and meatballs, I'd be dozing off, and my face would just plop right into uh. it, covered in sauce and stuff. Just you know, uh, I fall asleep anywhere, anytime, no matter what, and I it, that like after like the age of five you know mm-hmm. it didn't really happen um but i'm like yo i was i like narcoleptic as mm-hmm. a kid you know whenever whenever it's like chilly in a room mm-hmm. i don't actually have to be cold but i have to you know like if i feel that the room is chilly like it's not a bad feeling right because cold if you're cold it's a bad feeling yeah yeah I, I, I i'm having trouble explaining it but it's like it's it's a it's a nice feeling to be honest mm-hmm. with you so what's the hot take oh well basically i think i'm cold-blooded because whenever this happens i'm sitting in a room because mm-hmm. like, um and it gets chilly and even if it gets cold i will start to feel sleepy and i think it's like my metabolism shutting down you know it's like, are you oh, sure it's not just a vitamin deficiency it's, it's like hibernation what well, happens like 
like like clockwork. Yeah. Because a lot of um, this happens all the time in school. Like you'd sit in some kind of like um, like I remember going to the, the college talks mm-hmm. and stuff. What a lot of places do is they put on the air conditioning because the cold like keeps people away because mm-hmm. it's like not a good feeling or whatever. But I've noticed whenever they do that and they does they do it all the time, and I sit down for more than like. I don't know, like five minutes, I start to get really drowsy, like mm-hmm. uncontrolled but drowsy, and I usually end up like passing out for like a little bit, and then I have to wake back up, and I just just in and out, in and out, and uh, uh, and I've tried everything to try and stop it, like like um, I'll get up, like I'll mm-hmm. walk around, excuse myself to go to the bathroom, you know, do jumping jacks in the fucking stall, you know, if I know like um, you know, say I'm at work or something, or mm-hmm. I'm at this class, I usually fall asleep in, like I'll pound coffee, mm-hmm. you know, like like a little bit before. Doesn't help. Nothing. Nothing. I think I'm cold blooded. Have you seen a doctor about this? No, no, because um, Western medicine is a hoax. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Um, conversely, like um, when it's hot out or something, like I feel very energetic, even if I'm sweating my fucking ass off. Mm. You know, like I'll just. So uh, I think the temperature has a direct. A, a I'm the exact opposite. Effect of my like metabolism, and uh, I think I'm cold blooded. Yeah. So my hot take. Sure. Is. So. Okay, I know what people are going to say when I say this, because this is what happens every time when I say I don't like astrology. Okay. Okay. I don't, it's, it's obviously bullshit, right? Like uh-huh. everyone knows it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, not everybody, <clears throat> but yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Because this is the conversations that I have. But if I ever express this, I get an army of people saying, Oh no no we're just doing it for fun. It's fine. Like like we don't actually believe it. Like uh-huh. you're the one who's getting mad over nothing. Right? Okay. That's fine. Okay, sure. that's fine. If that were true, it would be fine. Okay. <laughs> I know people who are into astrology as a fun thing. They yeah. don't take it seriously. But I know people who say that but are way too into astrology at, like for it to for them to not think it's real like i know people who can you tell say difference? that well well it's just based on what they do right i know uh-huh. people who say that but like the first thing they ask a guy that they match with on tinder is what's your birthday oh so they can figure out like if they're compatible you know oh i've actually never experienced that like like i, I i've never gotten it on tinder yeah. but i know people who do that oh like I, oh, or like okay I like see. i'll have people there'll be people on like there'll be like psychics right on on online yeah. who advertise their services right yeah and then like 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 i have people i know who are like actually paying for this uh-huh like like if you're paying for it then you have to think it's legit yeah because at that well <laughs> at that point yeah i mean no but you i mean you are right but like maybe like the prices are low enough where like maybe this it's just a buying fun. a lottery ticket you know but like so like I, I like automatically have a mistrust of anyone who like is into astrology right but like i'll get the opposite where some people will say like if someone isn't i don't know for some reason people think like that people are anti-astrology because of sexism or homophobia because it like gay people and women tend to be more into yeah well, I astrology is. um but like and I'm sure there are people who do that. Because I mean, there is the larger overarching <clears throat> fact that it's just... It's, it's not just real. Yeah, it's like, not it's magic. Yeah. It's not... It's um, not... It's just, <laughs> well, that being said, what's your sign, are you? Capricorn. Capri- Which one is that? Is it the horse? Is Capricorn like the unicorn? I don't know. I don't know. Capricorn's the goat. The goat. Oh. Yeah. I'm an Aries. I'm a ram. Mm. My sister uh, at, at college was in a writing class. 
where they were feeling left behind in the class. It was an advanced level course that they were taking without having taken any of the prereqs because they needed the credit. They go into the professor's office. You know, I feel like I'm falling behind. I don't know if I can keep up with this. I'm considering dropping the course. And the first thing the professor says is, what's your sign? Oh, my God. (laughs) And Shia says, I'm a Capricorn. (laughs) And they say, oh, you know, that's an earth sign thing to say. You'll be fine. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, as I understand, like, the Capricorns are supposed to be, like, industrious and hardworking, but, like... <laughs> and you're like, a Capricorn? Like, I, I, like, <laughs> I am living proof that that's bullshit. You were you know? the living embodiment of... that. Anyway, uh, my hot take is that it, uh, astrology is bullshit. If you believe in it, you're dumb. And, uh... I don't know if that's a super hot take, but I it's do It's not agree. a hot take, but, like, yeah. like, you'd be surprised where... In certain areas, it is people. People will die on that people hill. People will die on this people hill. People will like, die on that hill, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a good time to end it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to Cold Cuts. I'm Aria. And I'm Eric. We'll see you next time.